Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast with myself, comedian, writer, Dane Baptiste, and my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. And also Ofei on the decks as well, a.k.a. Old Dog, has joined us in the studio, uh, plus a very special mix of various guests from all walks of life. And we post the questions that need to be asked. And we are talking everything from existentialism to realism to nihilism to... To, or, or to why do they make chicken into dinosaurs? You see, oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Or why why did they ever do that? That's a good question. It's a good question. Talk or, about know, taking the piss out of a chicken, right? Well, a fish finger is exactly the same. Yeah. The one thing they don't have. <laughs> so it, we're dealing with all the issues, guys, as you can already tell. And today is no different. On today's show, it brings me uh, enormous pleasure to introduce a household name, a multi-talented performer. As a soul and R&B singer, she achieved seven top 40 singles, including Sweetness and Do You Know. As an actress, she enjoyed a four-year run on the hit show and a staple of all households throughout the UK, EastEnders. <laughs> Her credits across stage and screen are too immense to list, uh, unless, of course, you want to list them yourself, because I don't want to, like, play no, it down. I'm good, I'm good. You sure? I, well, I, 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 like, apart from the fact that I write a lot now, so I think you should mention okay. that. We're also adding uh, writing to uh, this, uh, what is an omni-threat. We're way past triple at this stage. Yeah. And not to mention one of my Auntie Christine's favourite artists. Woo, woo, Auntie Christine. That's right. So <laughs> it gives me my uh, much pleasure to introduce Ms. Michelle Gale. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? Here's a smattering of applause so that we Ooh, don't mess with the levels. Woo, but yeah. Thank you for coming. Oh, it's a pleasure. You know I think you're funny, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. It's a good start. That's a good yeah. start. Yeah, Positive start. I, I'd he's like a talented. Think, he's a talented guy. Thank you. Yeah. I like to think some people think that, but they tend to keep it to themselves. I don't know what kind of aura <laughs> I give off where people don't feel that I require their validation, but thank you so much for saying. And, you're welcome. Uh, suffice it for us to say that you're a very talented creative and uh, someone has been an inspiration for a very long time, only to find out that you're Grenadian as well. That's right. Half <sighs> Granny, half Jamaican. It's crazy. We're, we're, you know, because that was always the joke in school. Like, well, uh, how many of you are there? Is there enough for a cricket team? <laughs> <laughs> was that well, the joke actually, at school? Was that the actual joke? Though. The Grenadian-based joke, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, right. their population... Well, I mean, we're over 100,000 now, but it's very tiny. Yeah. I'm trying to think what they would have said about the Jews. Was there enough Jews to make a movie, I, had, I guess? Uh, so I don't know. Or, yeah, I guess. I mean, there's was, there was, there was enough Jews. There was, I mean, they were like... I mean, there's two Jewish guys in my school, and right. they were twins. So. Okay. Joel, oh, wow. Joel, Joel, and, Joel and Gideon. A Berg or a Cohen in there? Some kind of... Uh, what is, was there a Cohen? No. No, no a Cohen. Attar is their surname. Oh. I know a f- few Cohens. Oh, yeah. We get about. Yeah. Northwest. I, yeah, I'm, I'm Northwest I, London. Oh, well, there you know. go, isn't it? Swarming. Cohen, in a good way. I, yeah, exactly. In a good way. Swarming is a good way. I'm actually... Like, I'm an honorary... Oh, nice. Jewish. They can person. do that? Howard? What? I'm Jewish. We've already done it, Dane. I just didn't tell you about it. I, put, I swore you in. You're not initiate. Yeah. You're not initiated. Yeah, well, you, you've been treating him bad. Yeah, Howard. to be fair, though, I, I would not go for a brush. Have you taken so. you for Friday night dinner? Have you done that? <gasps> he, oh, did, he came into oh my, my house my. once for dinner. That's, that that's was pretty, true. That's was pretty it Friday good. night? Was it yeah. Friday night? Uh, no, no. no. 
Vapes. Well, so we were very, we were very busy. He's not treating you well. Fair, that's his gigging night. I'm it's, not my, it's my gigging night. He's got and a gig I'm, on okay. Friday. I'm normally very busy during the Sabbath, yeah. so it's okay. fine. I, I was not, uh, <laughs> was not, wasn't offended. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, it, it's probably time for a question. It's, uh, it's, usually yeah. is. Yeah, it's usually time for a question. And uh, as you know, the format is that uh, we like our guests to ask a question of whatever they want, which we can uh, all discuss. And then Howard the Hizzer will ask a question. And then I will finish with the question as well, which may be about the fact that I've been obscured from being an honorary Jew. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's another conversation, another question for Dane another time. Dane There you go, done. Dane like there you go. Well, my, Dane is a derivative of Daniel, which is right. a Hebrew name, right. which means go. Okay. go my son's called Dutch. Isaiah. Nice. Torah. Yeah. Nice. Old Testament. There's a lot of Torah names. Yeah. Really I'm my, doing my, finger signals. My, fa- my family's maiden name is Moses. So uh, There you go. So yeah. I think on paper, you've You're got a down. good case for a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> I can have a word. That's all I can do is have a word. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it, it's exciting. Michelle. It, 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 so what, exciting. Yeah. What's your, what's your question? So the question is, um, should people, like what Kanye West says, slide... Or should they take it on the way that the force it seems to be like the force of liberals and the people of colour seem to be oh, taking ca- them on? Cancelling him. Or sh- on this big let's cancel Kanye or should we just let it slide and Kanye's Kanye mm. and just let it go? God, it's a good question, isn't it? You know what? And, and I, I think we probably need to preface this with the fact yeah, for that anyone who might not know that obviously, well, <laughs> I don't know if we need to yeah. say what ridiculous, mad things he obviously says, which mm-hmm. is which is pretty much every week. But also, I think all three of us probably are fans of his music. Yeah, like I, that's, I had been. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. So, I know, so, so, yeah, so, it's got to the stage yeah, now. The, 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 do we cancel? Because I think there's a number of people who only know about Kanye West because of uh, what he does, not okay. necessarily what he does musically. And oh, I, I okay. think it's probably worth mentioning in case some of our listeners know that, yeah. like. That guy made a right? serious bank of work, right? Yeah, a very, Come on. very good bank of work. Like, yeah. He was amazing. I, just, um, but then so did R. Kelly. So. <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly did have a good run. And, as, and also, so did the, uh, is it the, uh, the last Prophets and uh, Gary Glitter? Right, yeah. Yep. Yep. A lot of talented, talented musicians that we can't necessarily just uh, overlook. But, uh, but what, what for you, Michelle? What well, for you, Michelle, was the thing that he said he said recently that's pushed you close to that? that well, to ask that question, because obviously... Well, I just, for me, it's hard because I get all these WhatsApp messages. I get all these tweets, you know, about him. And I never comment because I just feel like, should I just not bother? Mm. Or should I give it the attention? So it's, it's kind of a struggle that I'm going through. Because obviously he says things, you know, my son would be on the phone and Kanye said this now. And you're just thinking, how do I, I never tweet about it. It's something I might speak to my son about, but I always think, do I want to take him down? What would be the reasons for taking him down or partaking in that? And I haven't kind of sorted that in my head to make that okay yet. Mm. So that's why I'm asking so I can find some kind mm. of peace in my, any decision you're I make. You're looking for some Kanye peace. Yeah, I want some yeah. peace. I mean, Because uh, he's got Blexit now. Have you heard about this Blexit? This oh. is his latest. So he's getting Blexit caps made. This was announced today uh-huh. for black people to leave the Democratic Party. So he's kind of borrowed Ooh. the kind of Brexit. And, but he's made it Blexit for Americans. Whoa. That's what I heard today. And I was like, <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a big move, right? Dane's, uh, yeah. just listeners, Dane, the fury building nice. inside Dane. Pre, pre-rant, I, I think, yeah. is coming. For me, just so you're aware, and it, saying slavery was a choice, you would never come back for that. Yeah. 
for me, yeah. you would never come back from that. Yeah. And there may have been a time within a uh, history of society where we could very easily disregard mm. a comment like that mm. as uh, idiocy mm. or uh, on a far stretch lunacy mm. or an issue of mental health. Mm. But given the fact uh, the current social climate, especially in America right now, mm. all you were doing with that kind of statement is validating some of the atrocities that we're seeing. Mm. And even as recently as this weekend, seeing or at time of recording, seeing what kind of actions that have been visited on innocent people from either the African-American community, uh, you know, issues with uh, you know, women, as well yeah. as the people from the Jewish community in the mm -hmm. States. For me, anything that, where you are, have a platform, when you are discussing these issues and you are validating, well, it's probably one of the worst acts of uh, human rights abuse mm -hmm. in our entire history, mm -hmm. then for me, I, I have no real reason to really pay attention to what you do anymore. And again, you know, he's not the first person that's made derogatory comments towards the African diaspora. But for me, it's the fact that your entire narrative and your editorial, your, your discography was based upon you elevating mm. the diaspora. Like yeah. no one told Kanye to say in Through the Wire, his debut song, that I'll tell the story of how blacks came from glory and what they need to do in the game. Yeah. So then that would have been a good platform if you felt that like slavery and... Sh and, sh and the thing is as well, this is what I mean. Like I don't like... When people who are un, who aren't well read and aren't learned in this subject mm. make a sweeping statement like that, mm. because slavery and chattel are two very different things. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time I see people kind of compare them; they're incomparable. So there are slavery continues today in very various forms, mm -hmm. uh, so far as either sexual slavery, but even debt slavery to an extent, whereby yeah, you can point. get charged for borrowing money and then more money been in an overdraft mm -hmm. and have to pay that perpetually for the rest of your life mm -hmm. and sometimes pass that debt on to your offspring mm -hmm. which is, is is debt slavery yeah. you know the etymology of mortgage is dead pleasure you're supposed to spend your whole life paying it <laughs> spend your whole life trying to pay off this asset then when arguably now after you spent your whole life paying off an asset and that's your home then now government has legislation which means they can take it yeah so yeah. to an extent arguably you can say that's slavery or even the fact that you pay tax uh, and have paid tax for all these years and you may really, we are arriving at a point now, uh, financially or even socially, whereby people spent years paying into national insurance and paying into pensions, you will reach an age of retirement and not even be able to have the same kind of pension. Yeah. But do you, do you, do you think, because that slavery moment was particularly like everyone yeah, was, that was everyone the one was that on my that, son right? really like, mum, what do you think about this? Yeah. And what did you say to your son? Well, I mean, come on. We know slavery isn't a choice, right? So, By definition, so, that's why it's not a choice. That's right. why it's called slavery. So, so we know it isn't a choice. So, so for me, it's that what you mentioned, that compassionate side of he has said he's bipolar. He has got mental health issues. Do I mean, we none just... Of, none of that's been diagnosed. This is my point. Like, none of this has been diagnosed where we're like... But well, he not says he's being diagnosed. I don't give a fuck what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense for him to say that, but, that, you know... If you, for me, if someone has diminished uh, mental capacity, mm. if I, if my friend was going through having a manic episode on television, yeah. if I was the closest person You'd to step him, in, right? I would step in. This is, so mm. this is where my compassion comes. Cause I'm like, where are his people? Well, but what he is has Kim a lot of doing? people. That's what, for sure. What is his management doing? Like, where are his friends? Mm. You know, TI's like publicly disowned him now. Like, where are his people? But the, well, it's a weird thing. Cause, it, cause then on the other hand, while, T, while TI is disowning him, then now, Louis Farrakhan and various other, uh, I guess, icons insofar as the uh, movement for black self-determination or rights in the States 
are supporting the fact that he went to the White House and made this and had discussions about prison reform mm. and uh, Larry Hoover and um, you know and uh, working in in Chicago. Mm. But see, my thing is that okay, so fair enough. You go to the White House and discuss that. The person you're talking to, I know, which was very clear by the video, has no interest in what you're saying. Yeah. Plus the fact that between both of you, no one has any real executive or legislative ideas about how they're going to implement these ideas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, like. If you got stuff to say that's so poignant in the first place, why the fuck would you go to TMZ then? Yeah. Mm. TMZ is not a platform for you to have political or social but discourse. The- it's for gossip and it's for as it, and it's for it's for uh, sensationalism. So why did you would you go there in the first place? But the mental health element is is, is the bit that I guess makes this not a slam dunk, right? Like that's the that's only for thing me that doesn't make it a slam dunk. That's what, because because it, it and and I don't like you say I don't have the proof to to him doing that. But the the stuff that he's come out with and the kind of mania. Mm. that has gone on and, and and also like and you can tell me if i'm wrong here but you know, you know i listen to how many of his albums those early albums mm. and, you know his eloquency yeah. tells me that this man was of some level of education both like, his parents both his parents are educators this is my point yeah. he said and, and, and not only that again we have all followed Kanye as fans on his yeah. journey and mm. supported his statements in some cases mm. however controversial and everyone was supposed to be joining Kanye in the consolation when his mother passed away from elective surgery mm. as a result of, a, of a, what was a routine procedure mm. now I bring up his mother because in the song uh, Never Let Me Down he himself referenced the fact that his mother was arrested and he was arrested for his mother was arrested at seven for being in a sit-in to try and secure civil rights so people could eat uh, you know, just at a lunch counter, which is again, because again, when people talk about slavery being a choice and this mm. idea that slavery is over, people always talk about it in terms of the context of it being like a sepia toned flashback. And then the next day, <laughs> everyone went back to normal. Yeah, and then and it's like, it, it, like, and then you just mm. see that the, the, then we, yeah, we do like a, a fade wipe and then all the horses and carriages are cars now. Yeah. And then mm. and we, and we all live in a utopia. Yeah. Like there were still several other systems which followed slavery, mm. which adhered to the that same kind of racial prejudice that, that are still in place today. today. So when you say it's a choice, like if you're so much of a bitch that you're crying because your mum's dead, if she was cut, if she was hung upside down and you were cut open and stamped on for you to be afraid, we would see how much you would consider it a choice. Because I don't understand how somebody can discuss issues of mental health, and then we talk about and you know, some mental health issues include stuff like post traumatic stress disorder, mm. and that has never been addressed in terms of the transgenerational distress order that comes from you know slavery, slavery and Correct. other instances of abuse, which has now been identified, hasn't it? It's been, that's been identified mm. and, there been is, identified. and there is that trauma exactly. has travelled through in your DNA because they've done they've done that test on mice right but by the time your grandchild if they were giving mice I think were they electrocuting cheese yeah. or something and then by the time their grandchildren were born the mice grandchildren they would not touch the cheese wow so it's passed through the, the DNA. Passed so on, the yeah. trauma had passed through the DNA, so they wouldn't touch That's it. That's what I mean. We go to and if we're going to discuss this within the framework of mental health, we all are well aware that there are certain issues as far as like mental health issues, which can be hereditary, and you can be genetically predisposed to have the same issues that your predecessors may have had. In the same way that like you know your body is altered by if you abuse alcohol or any mm. kind of substance abuse, so it means that your child again is more predisposed to substance abuse. Yeah. So. In the same way, mm. then how can you say slavery is a choice if it's passed on? Mm. Because the same guy that's saying that slavery is a choice was then with Zane Lowe saying that mm. so much has been invested in slavery that it self-perpetuates in the same way that real estate does. I, I, the same person I, yeah. said it. He said that, you know, so much has been invested in the idea of racism and mm. racial iniquity and discrimination that now that it pays for itself, whereby you, you don't even need your oppressor to vocalise it. What happened to Kanye? 
Yeah, I mean that's the question, right? Yeah. Because he, I, I know what happened to Kanye. He what? What? What, what was it? I tell you, it, it literally, he they gave him his beautiful dark twisted fantasy, yeah. and they entertained all of his vanity. So yeah. then he just took the coon money, yeah. basically. Do you think so? Completely. Everybody has a price, and some people defy their price, and some people will be outspoken against it. But the powers that be, if they can buy you off, you know, people can be. Everyone's a rebel until they make enough money. I just feel like like the early Kanye, he had this jealousy of Jay-Z. Yep. He had this kind of underdog thing, you know. Mm. No one wanted to sign him. They wanted his beats. They mm. didn't think he was a good rapper. He was always this fighter. Some of the stories about him were incredible. I remember that John Legend story uh, yeah. about him. There's amazing tales, amazing guy. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy who's a fighter, right? He was the underdog. He knew no one wanted to sign him, but he was good at beats. And he decided he's going to be a rapper. By hook or by crook, right? So he fought to get there, but that that mentality—it's—it's it's almost like you know, when a fat person becomes thin inside in their head. Yeah, they're still a fat person. It's like, it's like, right? it's like, it's like Mentally, anybody, anybody. Yeah, I issues, think yeah. he has a mental kind of thing of still thinking he's got a fight and he's an underdog and he's got he's got mm. to break through all these other people who are trying to hold him down. But the yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, you know, we're all different, and you know, the, the slavery thing was outrageous, but yeah, it, was it was so outrageous. it was so. Uh, ridiculous as in like what a ridiculous fucking thing to say yeah. right that it, it kind of for me and in my life I, I kind of I kind of just dropped it I was yeah. like well this is fucking ridiculous yeah. yeah but when you see him in the fuck in the White House yeah, with that guy with that host of The Apprentice pretending he's a president and you go Jesus Christ mate can't you must be seeing the impact you're having like, no but that's that's that is that is nothing but a part of the pathology of his vanity and his narcissism. Mm. Because Kanye has seen that and said, I can do that then. Mm. If, he could, if he can do it, it can be done. Mm. All these previous interviews, you know, where he was bemoaning the fact that Karl Lagerfeld and people at Louis Vuitton weren't taking his brand seriously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was like, I want to be Howard Hughes. I want to be one of these polymath industrialists like Walt Disney and stuff. Because to him, as a polymath and someone who has had an artistic background, but, you know, and, and probably again, for me, a transgenerational effect of racism, he has no black predecessors that he can project onto. Mm. So he sees these guys and he's like, well, I want to be like a Howard Hughes and I want to be like a Steve Jobs. Mm. So mm. he seeks his validation from European or white culture. That's how I feel. And now he's seen that Donald Trump can become the president. Mm. It's, it seems viable now. And he sees it as a fact that if I do it on the Republican ticket, then that's how it's going to work. That's how I get my revenge they against Obama. I can't believe they'll let that. That's how I get my revenge against <laughs> Obama, revenge on Obama for not acknowledging me and not inviting yeah. me to the White House. And that's how I can't, and I won't be able to endear myself very clearly to a Democratic um, caucus because they know and they can see through my bullshit. Whereas Republican, the Republican caucus has proven mm. that they will <laughs> indulge they will in- actors, ignore. They reality will ignore. stars. Yeah. They will ignore. Ronald Reagan was a former actor. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was an actor mm. the governor of California. Yeah. And the thing is... I'm going to make a claim though, man. They're not going to fucking elect Kanye. But, no, they're not going to. They but, won't. But, they won't. Not, but, but that's when he'll get his wake-up call. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but I don't think he... I think he believes that he's he believes got a that. chance. But then, you know what? Mm. Montana Fishburne thought that she'd be the next Kim Kardashian and pull out a sex tape and there was a hysteria about it and then nobody cared. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and maybe this is the way he will find out how racial iniquity exists because you aren't Donald Trump and you don't have the legacy and the connections to do so. Mm. And... No one's going to put you in that position and elevate you in that position. Just for the fact that you are even that outspoken in the first place. 
yeah. means that you don't work for pre- as a president. So going back to the original question, mm. which was, do we cancel him or do, do we, we let it slide? Let it slide. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vote. Yeah, we we do because because like I from my perspective, like I say, I could see how lots of people have been out on the slavery thing. Slavery thing for me, it took it took seeing him talking shit like just talking shit as well if he'd have got up there no. and he'd have gone do you know what if he'd have got up in, in front of trump so and he it said it was a jedi mind trick of yeah. some sort right <laughs> well even if actually if he had got up and he said like i don't obviously unsurprisingly to anyone who's listened to this show uh support donald trump mm. um I, but I, you know i don't i don't really uh support republican views however there are issues that what have you know come about and why people have voted for him mm that were worthy of discussion yeah. and representation. And, and if Kanye had found a clever, eloquent way, eloquent way of, of explaining, like, this is why I'm doing this, it's because of this, and, and this is disrupting this system that potentially is broken and corrupt. You know, he didn't do any of that. No. He just talked a, a stream of shit mm. that just made me go, I'm done. And you know what? You can check my Spotify. I ain't been listening to him. I, you could, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've got to be able to delete it from my playlist uh, on my laptop. I can't do it via my phone. But I don't listen. I don't even listen to stuff anymore. I didn't, and even stuff I liked. And that's another thing as well. So far as my answer to the question is, I cancel him. The reason why I cancel him is because the same gusto when he tried to take it back, what he said about the slavery as a choice, and realized mm-hmm. that he lost millions and millions of followers. Mm-hmm. Not only that, to be honest, your music hasn't even been that good. Since mm-hmm. You've never reached the heights of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, yeah. and that was Which an album was that had a lot of features. Oh, that was best. sublime. That was sublime, and you've never, you've, yeah, yeah. you've not even reached those heights since. Yeah. Because anyone who says the life of Pablo is good, that's fine. But name four songs on that album which yeah. are as good as My Beautiful Dark Twisted Reality no. that Kanye was on alone. You can't. Yeah. And also yeah. the next, uh, Jesus, none of you like that really. No. And that was, again, you trying to mimic Travis Scott. And then... He's so, got a new one coming out. And then Yay. Well, do we... I don't care. And, yeah. even, and, Ye, and, and also, Yay wasn't that good either, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, cancel him as far as I'm concerned. And also because... It was good to get a lot of people at the woodwork. Anybody who tries to explain or ratify that slavery was a choice, you, yeah, you're as dead. far as I'm concerned, you're dead to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. He did bring a lot of people out the woodwork. Yeah, yeah he did. And yeah, he showed a lot. But yeah, they're dead to me too. Well, I think I think conclusively, mm-hmm. answer that question, like Dane was just like in there, he's, like ready. Yeah, Dane's as soon ready. as he was Dane's asked, had uh, he knows, I've had enough. knows his mind. I've had, I had Dane's enough. Dane's had enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> had enough. I, we all respect that. We all respect that. It's a great question. It was a good question. It is, it's a true thing. That's like, does it, has mind. this helped? Does this help? Yeah, I, I think, I think you're right. I think, I think my kids have to see me cancel him. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Of like, course. Of course. Despite my compassion, my mm. kids have to see that that is just not. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. You know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree. And, and, and also it's like, I, I mean, it's all, it's all right for him to have this stuff. But like I said, this is not about like him making a mistake or like engaging in vice, like mm. that narrative is validating some very deplorable behavior yeah, right now. Yeah, and I think by the true. same token, if he had made a very sweeping statement about like, you know, rape culture or, you know, mm. abortion rights. Yeah. He's got time. He's still got time. Yeah. Don't worry about I mean, yeah. that. Yeah. He's, got, he's just ticking them off. But the thing he's is, like, them off. this is my point to people. He won't say that. You won't hear him say that. He knows mm. That's my point. There. He knows not, who, not who, knows not who to fuck off. Yeah. So when it comes to the point, he's not going to say anything about like abortion rights or anything yeah. like that. Mm. He, he wouldn't dare. And that's what I mean. Interesting prediction. Interesting oh, prediction. we'll see. I'm, I'm guaranteed. But it was a very good question. A great question. Thank you for bringing us that yeah. question. Thank Thanks for your help. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. We're glad to help you with your children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my my question is not the same. It's, no. This is not, this is not going to get as heated okay. and as fury. I can't imagine. Well, amazing if either of you got furious about this question, <laughs> uh, which is a simple one, really. Which is you know, in a world uh, where terrestrial, uh, you know, watch. 
TV on the TV guide television that we yeah. all used to live by, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's just losing viewers. Mm -hmm. It's just losing so many viewers. Mm -hmm. uh, will the good old fashioned soap opera survive? Because obviously, you know, I, I'm. Soap, didn't I? I, I, do you remember? You know, that was a, that was a thing for me. You know, growing up, Michelle, uh, and you know, and, and I, I remember watching EastEnders religiously with my father for like years and years oh, you, and years. you the Christmas special. That's your life. <laughs> I remember that. I remember, remember that. Which one? Oh, yeah. I mean, but even when you used to go raving, you used to wake up. They used to say yeah, raves, the, finish yeah, when EastEnders starts. Yeah, like, omnibus. You used to go raving on Saturday and say, right, the raves finish for East, in yeah. time for EastEnders. Like, like, do they say that at the end? Just they say, yeah, yeah, we finished. They used to That's put true. that in the leaflet. Finish in time for EastEnders. Wow. People be like, oh, well, my omnibus in. That's okay. You should be all right. Go home, catch omnibus. But it's such a... It was such at seven thirty, right? Yeah, and sometimes eight. I think Monday was eight o'clock, and I would watch it with my dad religiously. And and an appointment to view television is now, uh, I think. I think I think we consider strictly uh, yeah. appointment yep. to view and, and 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 sport because mm -hmm. oh, you can't sure. put that on. World Cup, mate. it's on, isn't it? It's on yeah, yeah. now, yeah. and that, and that's the time the match starts. So you have yeah. to watch it then. But that whole, I mean, you you you're talking about your kids, you know, they are they completely gone from watching television as a as a planned My tv 18 year old guide. hasn't watched terrestrial tv for about five years yeah. like the mm. only thing he's watched on terrestrial tv is football hmm. he's never watched a tv drama like yeah. he literally just, just, just for our listeners who, when we say terrestrial tv which is a good way of just telling me, we're basically talking about a, a tv guide schedule right yeah. that's that where you look at it and you yeah. go this is what's on now because yeah. genuinely there might be people listening to this who don't even know what we're talking about yeah. like my nephew's 10 oh no he's 12 now and he has no idea what we're talking mm. about no there, there's no, no way like my eight like i said my 18 year old the only thing he's ever watched in real time in the last five years is a football match mm. that's it he's i mean when, interested. When, when, he's when, on youtube most of the time oh, of course that's the, that's tv now mm. when when was when did uh we stop broadcasting analog signals again uh that was oh. early noughties yeah, Which, yeah exactly so my again my nephew he has no idea about it then but the the idea i don't know it it, it really fascinates me at the moment because like i talked to my nephews who are 15 and uh, you know, that kind of, and, 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 you know, kind of asking what they've been watching. Cause that's something we can share. And I say, oh, they're like, oh yeah, I was watching that, that big bang theory. I'm like, I'm not, mm. I'm not a huge fan, but no. fine. Okay. And they're like, oh yeah, I watched like eight series. Of it. I was like, you, you did what? Yeah, you watched eight series of the yeah. big bang. What have you been yeah. doing with your time? And they're like, yeah, I just watched it all on Netflix. I was like, yeah. you don't know you're born, mate. I used to get one episode of the Fresh yeah. Prince of Bel-Air a week. Could you imagine? Six, I get six, was it 6.45? It was 6.25 on BBC Two. 6.25. Just before the Star Trek Next Generation. And that's uh, all I had. Yeah, and after, after Normski. Right. But that's why when you used to phone certain people doing their shows, they'd be like, don't call me. Like, <laughs> yeah. call me, because you couldn't miss it because you weren't going to see it again, were you? It was like, no, 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 get off my phone. Exactly. Mm. I'm, wait. I'm not waiting I'm watching my Sunday. show, I'm watching my show. Yeah. But that seems like an alien, yeah, a totally alien now. thing. And it makes me think that soap operas, which were, you know... Are, I don't know. Do pe are people still watching them? I think people are still my watching mom, them. My mum, my mum watches them. I think that's probably the one thing that will probably stay the longest. Really interesting. Yeah, so, yeah I, I mean, because these point. people are like people think they know them. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like when I was doing EastEnders, first of all, there's 19 oh, yeah, million people story, watching yeah, yeah. an episode. So what was the weirdest fan mail you got? But it's not. Well, I once got knickers and not. 
Really? Use condom. Oh. <laughs> oh, what? You got sent in what? Yeah, that, that password in the how. And then, <laughs> but then, like, people who used to play Dr. Leg, he'd say, someone stopped me in the supermarket and said, I've got something wrong with my throat here. What would you recommend? He'd be like, I'm an actor. I'm a doctor on television, mate. Leave me alone. I'm going to go sausages. Wow, Dr. Leg. But even the fact that I can remember Dr. Leg, I can remember that. So he was in it for years, right? He was in it for years. But people it, thought he was a real doctor. That's how I know mm. that soap operas are the ones that probably last the longest because people yeah. actually think it's real in a sense. Mm. I hear my mum talking to my aunt going, and you know what happened? Oh my <laughs> God, she's in a terrible state. And mm. I'm going, what's going on? It's, oh no, Emmerdale. I'm like, guys, you're discussing yeah, it on the phone invested. like it's real people. But I understand that appeal about soap operas. Like, I, I, to be honest, since EastEnders was the last one I watched. Mm. And there was one point whereby I just felt like, because I, the, I guess the appeal of soap operas is that like, everyone can relate like mm. most of us are going about our normal lives but there are mm. certain aspects and certain dramas that are, occur mm. which you think oh I can't even explain this to people I know mm. people in my life like a soap opera so mm. we all experience these highs and lows and then there's this one period whereby like especially with EastEnders writing where it's, I just felt like all the families that were involved just represented what were like the zeitgeist at the time so it was like Chavs were very big in the news so mm-hmm. there was a Chav family <laughs> and then like Islamophobia was taking root mm. so there was a, the Ferreros were there and I was just like it's not really that realistic like EastEnders for me was my favourite and it worked because it was like everyone the families are relatively normal mm. they're trying to go about their daily lives and survive and live and there might be a few odd people in their family that have certain issues mm. and you could relate to that because like you know we all have like a relative or a distant relative that may be dealing with it Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. A crazy, very high dramatic issue. Mm. And when it just became the whole thing was just a, just a basically a parody, I was like, well, these archetypes don't really work for mm. a genuine story. Whereas, like, it was just a lot more subtle before we could all relate to it. But when we've talked about East Enders, because obviously it's, you know, it's, you had a massive link to it. But the, 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 uh, the era that we lived in where neighbours... Was, that was massive. Well, you, it's, it's Charlie, remember Charlie? Oh. <laughs> well, just just Harold Bishop. Mate. Just how much Harold Bishop I meant to my Mrs. Bishop and Lou. Mrs. Mangle. Mrs. Mangle. Can we talk about how Helen Daniels outlived every person in her family? <laughs> oh. That's what we should be talking about. Jim died. Todd died. <laughs> Do you remember Jim? Uh, 
Oh my gosh! Yeah, Neighbours was, then he was, was but Neighbours was huge. Yeah. Five thirty-five, right? Yeah. Every yep. day, come home from school. Five thirty-five. So as it finishes, you switch over to home and away. Yeah, mate. then you go. Uh, home I think and I would have been on straight. TV. I would have yeah. probably been onto the Simpsons if I'm honest. At six, oh, or, I wasn't for a while before that. Yeah, happened, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. I never did Home and Away actually. Did you not? Home and Away was all right. Yeah, Pippa was running. Yeah, Pippa was running an orphanage. Pippa was running an orphanage, man. And then you speak. You speak to Australians and be like, Ramsey Street. They'd be like, We don't watch that, mate. But look at this body of memory that we have for this type of show, and and I I can tell you the reason that made me think about. Because like I say, my, my nephews and my nieces, they've got no idea these shows exist because they're not, they're not, you know what I mean? Like go on, imagine they, they go on iPlayer, which mm. generally they probably won't unless they're looking for Match of the Day or, mm. or Strictly. Mm. They're not going to go, oh, this thing called EastEnders looks fun. Yeah, no. Nah, no chance. Like unless, what's the plot? Do I need to go back to the beginning of the box set? If you go back to the beginning of that <laughs> box set, you are in trouble. <laughs> are that in is trouble, a yeah. long journey. Oh, EastEnders, you are and, so and, and there's not a lot, you know, you got just to get up to the point of the Slater family it's would so be old. like, because that was an amazing period where I, that was probably the last period Cat I really remember. Slater? Well, no, Did I, I never ever watched it, but I knew the people that were working yeah, yeah. with us. I used to hmm. all hear all the stories, but I never, I, 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 I never watched yeah. that at that point. Right. But I know it was like quite legendary. Yeah, I mean, there was little Mo and there Big Mo, and, Big Mo was, and there was some legendary uh, Trevor was beating up yeah it was, it, it was, it was pretty, pretty yeah, intense, it was, it was very intense. So, apart from the fact that like somehow Cat Slater ended up with the uh, only doctor on the square and I was like how does that work crossing all class so Dr. Truman, yeah weird when that happens because mm. that would normally happen in any other show but it's like oh but see. it's like interesting that some you know like a name like Adam Woodyat who has yeah. been on that show from the beginning from the beginning that is Staple. now 30 how many years is that? That's 80. I can't remember what it is. It's, it's like, got to be 30 odd years. Yeah, it's got to be. It's, it's the only job he's done because he was 16 when yeah. he started, wasn't he? I mean, that is, but the, most, these, the people will never understand it. And, and, and you know, kind of going back to the, the, the question, which is, is will they survive once? You see what I mean? Your, your mum talking to her sister, is it you were saying? Or yeah. I don't yeah. know if anyone in your, do anyone in your family? Oh, mate, when was? Trevor, when Trevor, when, when Lil Mo found enough of Trevor, that happened on Christmas day. It was crazy. Right. And it's your crazy. family was kicking off with it. Oh, they were, they were, they were, Fully entranced with that. I even I remember when he was just like, "What's wrong, Mo? Your potatoes are kind of dry. <laughs> Do you want some gravy?" Yeah, came out of nowhere. Evil. I remember the evil. gravy bit, he man. Was, yeah, I was like evil, iconic. That I worked part, with him actually. Exactly. Lens, Bro- Brooks, him. Brookside as well mm. under the patio. Yeah, that patio iconic. was iconic. Iconic. But you know what? Even last year Christmas, my family did watch. Didn't they fall off the roof or something? I don't know. It's crazy. I didn't I, watch it. Some. Some. When yeah. someone died on a soap. Oh, there was a murder on a soap. That was the biggest. It's a big deal. It was a really so big, like, funny. So. The, the guy, what's his name? Um, Steve Owen. Do you remember Steve? And, and, he, and he killed He's Martin Kemp. Martin Kemp. Was, oh. was, 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 do you remember he, he in the nightclub? Him and that young guy killed uh, his girlfriend at the time, and then they buried the body. And that was a big plot. And then what was interesting about a soap was that it could obviously, unlike watching a drama or a box set now, like a House of Cards or whatever you might watch. Maybe not that, but you know, not as popular as it once was. Um, but the, but the <laughs> <laughs> I'm not recommending that. Um, something else. Cancellations. But, but, you know, yeah, we, we, Breaking Bad or any of these shows. Now you watch this, and, and they're so strategic. This, like, so kind of um, building quickly, and and, and so popular. They could let a plot play out for a year, I right? Know. Yeah, Which is yeah. mad. To but think. people paid attention. I think it's a lot harder to hold people's attention because they're so spoiled for choice and saturation of content mm. so a big part of it is that people don't even follow shows that have a canon anyway but then so, bodyguard was a massive hit i know it's not mm. soap but the, then all that these... became a massive hit didn't it bodyguard for some reason it caught everyone's imagination but michelle the, the thing that's interesting is that, 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 that maybe 
you know, these people who it's caught this imagination, these people are all going to be, you know, they're, they're old, they're older, older, ultimately older generations, yeah. right? Yeah. So what happens when, you know, we'll, <laughs> do you but see what I mean? I haven't got an answer. About, right? yeah. I, I'm sure I went to a meeting and the BBC said the average view is over 60. Yeah. That's the average well, age. Look at ITV. Like, that it's yeah, all yeah. all designed for older people yeah, and, and i'm not i'm you know like we've got to cater for everyone and, and it's not to say they don't deserve their shows that are but you we'll know cater for everyone on bbc because we pay the license sure exactly but the the, the the idea that i don't know like that the, the my you know nephews when he's 35 yeah. in 20 years will he be watching a soap i don't know maybe it'll be a box set and then everyone will have their particular era yeah. so mm. in the same way that now fresh prince is all available yeah. back to back on netflix and friends, is mm. and friends as well yeah, in the world. Well, as is Simpsons, as is uh, I Love Lucy. Yeah. So maybe you'll go that way. With but that a comedy is such a different yeah. uh, thing to buy into because I've been rewatching Friends with my, my wife, and it's mm. a beautiful thing when she's sick and tired of having to talk to me yeah. and doesn't want to talk to me over dinner. <laughs> she will be like, "Should we watch a Friends?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, I can see you don't want to have to talk to me anymore." Which is, it's totally fine. I get that. We'll this is we'll the been, same one we'll who doesn't sleep in the same bed as you. <laughs> How did you know that? I listened to the podcast, I'm like, <laughs> she didn't, I'm we glad I didn't get married. that question. The relationship wouldn't have worked, Michelle. I'm glad I didn't exactly. get that question. Yeah. Yeah. There's, also, there's, there's also, exactly, there's also the fact that uh, Howard sleeps with his cat. And there I do, He's got epilepsy. Yeah, I'm a cat person. Oh, we I mean, should talk. There is, a jo- there is a joke about that that I left alone. Because yeah, yeah. I, class. I can kind of figure no, that but out. It's, it's yeah. very, very, look, I work in the media, but it's very innocent. But the, yeah, but I don't know. I think there's a chance that they might actually the, the, the form of soap opera we know might die out because because yeah, unless unless the only win. way i think it might survive is that is uh if it's like passed down so it's literally like you you know your your mum or you or who might pass if you are an avid viewer of eastenders or coronation street you might pass it down to your kids and then they pass it down to them do you know what i mean that's, that's the but only I don't pass it, like like the, i can't pass on i genuinely can't pass on the soap opera like my mm. kid will talk to me like i'm 18 will go mum watch suits Right. And we're like, we can talk about that. Yeah, mum watch Suits, yeah. Mum watch How to Get Away with Murder. Okay, I'll watch it. Mm. I'll dip in with you and we can have agreed. a chat about it. But I can't say to him watch these standards. I already know what his reaction is yeah. going to be to that. Is it, I think it, maybe it's the evolution that, you know, mm. it's getting to a point where it's, I guess soap operas would have replaced, the, you know, the end of Pierre Punch and Judy's or, you know, or just a play mm. or like, you know, the yeah, community play. Yeah, you're right, play. it's the old mm. musical. So it's, yeah, so the old musical. So it's, it's so, the, so you know, you bring up box sets is a very good example of mm. like... And yeah, Killing so, Eve smashed it, right? Yeah. yeah. As well. So I think maybe the, the box set is going to rep- replace the soap opera. The box set's replaced you the I think soap you're right. Yeah. There we go. We got to the bottom of it. Yep. Oh, I enjoyed yep. bringing up that question. I've been thinking about it's it all weekend. Cause like I said, I mentioned EastEnders to my nephew and he just looked at me like, what are you doing <laughs> what you never yeah. anyway there you go yeah huh. yep. I don't think my 18 year old's ever watched these enders he mm. wouldn't know one character mm. no way yeah no, no idea yeah I mean I, I, it's it, even it's a hard it's a harder situation nowadays because like obviously EastEnders is a great show about working class people doing mm. their day to day but who, who's working class can afford to live in East London now? Yeah, I know. So, I know. Tough. There you go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a tough sell. You need to find uh, somewhere, yeah. that, somewhere where the properties are kind of affordable now, but then you have to have a, go to work. So it's a tough one. Today, today's Britain <laughs> to find a situation which would uh, wow. in London. accommodate, yeah, especially in London. Mm. So, I mean, Brook, Brookside isn't, the Merseyside isn't there anymore. Mm. Uh, what's left? Uh, That's why Emmerdale still works, right? Yeah. yeah. Still yeah. Kind of, Everyone even can though, move on like, to a farm. You can always move on to Because it's out. Because well. it was out. Because it's out in the country. Yeah. It wasn't like based in Leeds. Because Leeds are a completely different place as well. Oh, of course. If yeah, it had yeah. started off in the Leeds that was mm. when Emmerdale started, that would have been a whole different demographic now. 
But right, being yeah. in the country Dales, they're doing well. Yeah, I mean, right. like, isn't them Dale like the number one soap now? I, again, I'm more a boxer personally. Myself, <laughs> so I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you. That was my question. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. It was good. Thank it was you. good. It's, it's now takes takes over to Dane. Oh, okay. To, it's, to uh, wrap up the show. Again, it's uh, this question is uh, it's, it's based on an anecdote of my own, mm. whereby I think I had a day of school because I was sick. Very, very rare in a blue moon that my parents would even acknowledge that I was sick and having to, <laughs> to go to school. Um, but my aunt, uh, Christine, who is my godmother, was looking after me. And at the time, she had a Nissan Micra. And for some reason, we had to drive to Moorgate. I don't know exactly where we were going. I feel like maybe East Street Market. But and this is traveling from... From, South a coffee, London. from South East London, mm. uh, right. driving, to, driving to Moorgate. Mission. It's a mission. Those days where we didn't have the uh, technological uh, advantages of keeping ourselves distracted. Uh, so, mm. pops in a cassette, Michelle Gale. Auntie <laughs> 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 Christine. It's, it's a good album. This is a true story, right? True story. She had the Auntie album, Christine. banged it the whole way there, man. Went down very well. Yeah. We liked it. And uh, it was a part of the whole wave of where, you know, there was, you know, there was a wave where there was, you, there was quite a few, quite a plethora of uh, talented uh, Black Britons that were appearing in the charts. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Michelle around the time, like, you know, you had the Beatty McLeans and yeah, Damages yeah. and yeah, mm. Power yeah. Bantons. And, mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, who was, and uh, I guess Shaka Demons and Flowers was getting yeah, it in and stuff as well. Yeah, I think well. it. Eternal. Yeah. Eternal as well. Oh, yeah. You know, um, Honeys, I guess, to an extent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was, it was, you know, Pasadena's just Pasadena's. Had, had, had a little wave, so. Yeah. You know, there's, it, we're, we were at a crest mm. in representation, um, which is just for people to look up to this, these things. But um, the mm. question really is, because obviously the standout song would have been Sweetness. Mm-hmm. Um, family would sing it in unison. <laughs> I, was ra- I was raised around a lot of women. And uh, yeah, so in the household, it banged, banged a lot. Ship should have. Who does it, man? Oh, hell yeah. You catch me in a shower. Yeah. I might Christmas be is coming it. up. Yeah. <laughs> Shit up, shit, shit up. Catch me doing it in the shower. I say with no shame. Um, my, my question is that uh, Michelle Gale, uh, what is your weakness? What is my weakness? Ooh. Oh man! And like, I don't mean like chocolate. I mean, what is something that keeps you anchored to your mortal coil so you can't reach a higher level of Nirvana? <laughs> like, what's, what's holding you back from being the Michelle you want to be? Um, <laughs> Taking it deeper. (laughs) My weakness. I think my like the thing that kind of was hard for me is whether you believe in star signs or not. I'm an Aquarian and I'm really honest. Mm -hmm. And in the industry we're in, like honesty has to be really dressed up. Oh, good God, yeah. Like the shit sandwich is commonly used. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. so remember, I'm from working class as well. I'm from Halsden. Right. So I'm, I'm Aquarian from Halsden, Jamaican grandma who just tells you like it is. Yeah. It's kind of quite West Indian anyway to kind yeah. of like be, man, those you're going out in that? Like, that's just standard. Yeah. I was brought up on that. Can I say, just a side tangent, last week, my mother was on the phone, not even talking to me, mm. prodded my stomach, Raised her eyebrow and was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then went back to a conversation. No. <laughs> I just went back to a conversation. No, this is she, like she just went, just went back to a conversation. This is standard West Indian standard. commentary. Like raised, like gave me the rock's yeah. eyebrow. Yeah, yeah. She did, lifted up her eyebrow yeah. and just went. There's none of that. Mm. Let's not mention he's putting weight. There's none of that. No, it's no, like no, no. what a where you put on weight. 
this is it. Like everyone wow. has to know it's blatant. Mm. So when you're from that culture, you can't, I, I, it's inherent in me to be honest. So if someone says, do you look mm. good? Do I look good in that? It was inherent in me to go, no, babe, like don't wear that or don't mm. wear this. And then you realize that you built up quite a lot of resentment. So it took me a lot of time to kind of learn how to dress up the truth. Cause I can't lie. Mm-hmm. but it's there's a way to present it yes and i think my weakness is always kind of learning how to present my true opinions mm. without offending people because i i feel like honesty can be taken in a really so it's a weird time to be deciding <coughs> to dial way. it back because we're now in an era where uh <clears throat> opinions are considered as valid as fact so yeah. time to kind of dial yeah, it back. Yeah, yeah, the thing is, is that like I have an opinion and I'm I'm cool with my opinion, but mm. I just know that within the working environment, for instance, like I know I can't be a director because I know I can't take bullshit from actors. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't. <laughs> yeah, like, a kid I've got patience for, mm-hmm. but a grown ass man demanding that I lick his ass in some way so he delivers a performance, I'm not capable of that. Like yeah. I know, I know my capabilities. Yeah. Because yeah. I know people have said to me before, because I write, do you want to direct? And I'm like, can't be I asked, mate. Honestly, don't think I could do that. Because yeah. I'm going to be so honest, yeah. it's going to mash up the set. <laughs> That's not, it's not going to work. I'm going to break some hearts. Yeah. It ha- yeah. it do you know what I mean? Because I can't take the bullshit. And yeah. remember, I've been an actor, part of it, seeing tantrums and all. You can't and really. Think, You're a grown ass woman or yeah. man. You can't oh, man. be like stomping around. You've seen and... tantrums. Now I feel bad. I should ask about who had the worst tantrum. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of who tantrums. Who had the worst tantrum on EastEnders? Wait, I can't tell you, but. Oh, no. <laughs> was he, was he in the medical seen... profession? No, I've seen tantrums, but I'm embarrassed for them. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. come on you're grown you yeah, can't yeah. be behaving like this so mm. <laughs> i just can't so i think that's my weakness in the sense of i've kind of turned down directing because mm. i just feel yeah. like i'm too honest for that particular game i can't mm-hmm. deal with that's a bullshit. that's a pretty it's interesting that as a, as a weakness that's also a virtue in other in walks other, of life in other, and other elements of life, of life but not know. but but i don't know if it is because people don't really really want to know the truth do they mm. so people yeah. ask your opinion but they're in their head they know what they want you to really say oh of mm. course no one who you know seeks I mean? advice actually wants it they don't really they really want validation rather than advice don't they so i'm not sure mm. how much honesty works yeah I, I i'm honestly looking at that and thinking is it worth it yeah, I mean, in professional sense, it's definitely interesting. I think, I mean, in a kind of personal sense, mm. with the relationships or the friendships mm. and family relationships, or whatever, I think it, I think it's a pretty good value to be honest. I think your friends and family should expect you to be honest. If you're not, yeah, something's gone a bit wrong. Yeah, and I think they do, and I think I am, but I still know the ones that are going to kick off. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, God, there's yeah. people in my family I know they hear something a certain way, they're going to kick off. Oh, of course. So yeah. now, sometimes I just zip it. Just keep talking at me. No, yeah. I've had a couple of friendships. <laughs> oh, for sure, <laughs> like, yeah, so many. I can't, I can't keep so saying many. the same thing to you. You just can't keep saying the same thing, right? So yeah. you just like zip it, yeah. just listen. And sometimes that works. And nod sometimes. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes that works when you actually uh, tell somebody, mm. "I'm just going to leave you to do what you want." And, <laughs> and sometimes you get the result you want because, like I said, no. people that seek advice really actually want it. And I think once you give people, you, I guess you project that responsibility back onto them. Mm. Then they tend to act. Um, That's Howard, a good point. Howard, uh, what, weaknesses. Well, I, I, it's interesting because it, it, you know I have so many flaws, 
uh, whether you know their weaknesses in the in the sense that do they hold you back? I mean, it sounds like they're coming under the umbrella term of self-deprecation. So. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's, that's uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think I think I was just thinking about it that, that, that the answer for me would be uh, something that probably resonates with tons of people in the UK, which is a, is, is a sense of um, scale of ambition. Mm. So, and, and I can only talk about um, working in television in mm-hmm. the UK. Hey, eh? mm-hmm. um, that's my life. That's what we've done for how many years now, and I, I definitely think. There's times where I'll go into a meeting or or there'll be a scenario and I'll be like, yeah, but we, we can't, we can't do that. Can we, like, we can't possibly get that person to do that thing and that happened on television, you know? And it, it, I think that happens so often in, in TV uh, and in the UK, we just... The, I think we, that's very British. Yeah, very British. Yeah. Thing. And, and you look at, we, I think it's because we look at America and we see how big things are. It's like Independence Day. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like a yeah. big fucking fucking film where it's like, well, the British version. Imagine the Br- British version, pi- you know, British person yeah. pitching Independence Day. How's that going to work out? Like, we haven't got the uh, the scale of ambition, and I no. think that's ingrained. Is into that a us. class thing? Because I'm telling you, you go to LA, and literally the doorman will mm. say, "Ma'am, here's my tape. Yeah, here's my script. Oh yeah, here's yeah. my this. I'm going to be the new." And that mm. belief that they are gonna surpass being a doorman mm. What's the American is dream, inherent in that's, them. That's the dream. That's mm. the dream. That's inherent yeah, in and them. It, and right? it might be, yeah, it might be class-based in that, you know. But is it yeah. because of our class system that we've kind of been beaten down by the, well, we can never elevate to that mm. because that's not of our class or of our, I, I don't I don't get it, but I know it's very, very, it's very British. I think it's yes. part of British. That is and I know that because when I was on a soap opera, and I did a recording contract and they were like, well, you know, of course, you know, you'll never be nominated for a Brit because, you know, the soap opera thing, you'll get a... But that wouldn't even cross my mind that I'm not going to be nominated. For... Not that I was sitting there thinking I'm going to be nominated for a Brit, mm. but it definitely wasn't, oh, I'll never be nominated for a Brit. And then I did get nominated yeah. for a Brit and then they were like, oh, yeah, but that's really rare. Or, <laughs> or then I know how people look when they yeah. go, you know, but you're right. And you sing and you act in this suspicion in this country. Mm. They mm-hmm. automatically think you get a bit above your station here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, stay in your lane. It is, and I think it is class based. I think mm. I think that I think you're right. I think that's a big part of the fact that, uh, and also because uh, you know we are by nature a lot more self deprecating in the UK. Mm. And so sometimes when someone is asserting their uh, ability or their positive attributes. We, the human condition makes us reflect on our own negative ones. Mm. In the same way that if someone says, I feel beautiful today, what we hear is, I'm better looking than you. <laughs> yeah, and so we always, right. we have mm. this need to react defensively to that sentiment. Yeah. Rather than being like, no, you do look good today. And, <laughs> uh, and I mean, and obviously that's all been now heightened massively by the emergence of social media. Mm. But, um, yeah. but yeah, so I definitely think that's my, that's my British, my too much low low scale british ambition caution, I need to be a bit, bit british caution with ambition that's yeah. why and I, i'm fighting against I had, it i had it i had it yeah i had it i had that Did at you some as point. well yeah i think i had it at some point i think i kind of reside uh, resign my life to a lot more mediocrity so far as like uh i don't want to just be like a cliche black kid that wants to be a presenter or mm. be in tv mm. that's what everyone wants to do and that's mm. what it, it's the only way we can observe social mobility so mm. so far as comedy i fought against it for many years and was like I don't want to be like a kid. I want to be another musician. There's enough of those. None mm. of us are involved in industry or, mm. and uh, yeah, so I kind of fought against my uh, calling for a very long time. Mm. And then just got to a point where I was like, well, I can't do anything else very well. And, uh, <laughs> and I guess part of my weakness is uh, 
dwelling and having something to prove. So it's, it's very much linked hmm. in that. Um, I don't say blame my parents for it, but I guess my parents, in an effort to kind of you know combat the uh, British sensibility of being self-deprecating and making our own glass ceilings, yeah. didn't set any boundaries for me yeah, in terms of, of what I can achieve, yeah. which makes was, a difference. Which, yeah. which makes a great difference. So there was never like, well, because of your race, you won't be able to mm. achieve this or that. Mm. It's that you will do everything that you want to do if you mm. apply yourself. Mm-hmm. So then, but how, however, not everybody holds these ideas. Mm. So then, when you end up in a structure like a workplace. Mm-hmm. whereby you have middle management and nepotism, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. it becomes very difficult for me to thrive within that. And um, yeah, not you, everyone can kind of combat that. You can't fight all of your battles with your fists, mm-hmm. which I learned very young. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, you are going to be subject to protocol and bureaucracy and stuff mm-hmm. and probably get blamed for the black guy. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn to be able to articulate myself a lot more in issues of conflict mm. without having to resort to aggression or violence. Mm. But again, when you are up against dealing with a wall of ignorance or bureaucracy, it becomes very difficult. So it meant I had to learn again more to be a lot more verbose and use my words and almost to the point where like, I, and I was, I guess, I guess I kind of, I'd, I grew up on like LA law and like, you know, mm. US like courtroom dramas. <laughs> so it was kind of like learning how to argue my point. And yeah, like, nice. and, but to the point where now it's become a trait whereby when I get into an argument with somebody, for me, rather than to resort to like name calling and aggression, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I do instead is that I very much cite precedent. Mm-hmm. So if you've done something, I feel you've slighted me mm-hmm. a year ago, two years ago, 10 years ago. <laughs> I have not forgotten it. It's <laughs> slightly worrying me, actually. That shit is coming right back no, I mean, around. But at the same time, but it's, there's a difference between like, we don't always know when we've slighted somebody and I'm sure, sure I've done that. But mm. for me, it was like when there's been no provocation mm. and no need for malice and you've slighted me, mm. I would never forget. Mm. And... Uh, <laughs> Do you think this is part of your weakness? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, because my stems from the fact of having something to prove. Mm. And mm. where I've had to be in environments whereby you can't progress or you can't flourish mm. based on meritocracy and how mm. good you are, mm. then I've found it always so frustrating mm. that if I'm in an instance whereby I'm arguing a point and I think somebody is wrong, we're not leaving until you know you're wrong. <laughs> and I've had to learn now that you can't win arguments because arguments are very much rooted in ego. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if someone holds a belief due to their ignorance or their cognitive dissonance or it serves their own self-esteem, mm-hmm. people will not back down on that, even mm-hmm. if they know they're wrong. Like I have a twin sister. We have arguments and stuff. And I know she's wrong and mm-hmm. she must know she's wrong. But then she doesn't have to say she's wrong. And most people won't. So she'll resort to yeah. either deflection <laughs> or aggression. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I don't like to argue for the sake of arguing, but I do it for the purposes of conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. But not everybody does that because a lot of people argue from the perspective of, they feel a certain way. So it's, I've had to learn to manage that energy as well. But really my weakness is that like this whole thing of dwelling, because it's, it's always, I've developed the tool from like having to use these examples in order to imp- to like kind of have a good argument. Mm. But as a result of that, it's like, if you've, if you fucked me, I will not forget. There is nothing you can do. Mm. Nothing. Oh, nothing. No, I know it's, not, it's my worst <laughs> weakness. Cause you know, people say stuff like let go of the past, yeah. don't dwell. Do you know what the Jews call this? What? No. Broigus. Broigus. Ah, I've never heard that term. Famous Jewish. I know you should. No, I you've like been in North London long enough. Broigus. And it's like, have Broigus with someone. And, you know, we, we haven't got long left on, the, on this episode. So it's but, like beef. But yeah, it is beef. Very much beef. And I tell you what, uh, you know, members of my family, you know, father or whoever, you know, has had Broigus with people. Uh, I tell you what, in the end, when you actually look at it, Probably, probably worth letting it go. Really? <laughs> because, because I can tell you this, that, that you know, in many cases, uh, once death happens, you're like, oh, fuck, probably yeah. should have sorted that out. 
But that's a different thing to what you're talking about. You're talking about I, I having agree, a. But I, I have friends from school that I have had conflicts with and we're no longer friends. And one of their dads died recently. Mm. And I chose still not to contact him because yeah, yeah, you have slighted me. I admit, Whereas, I have said, I'll, I'll send my condolences to like his other family members. Yeah, but yeah. as far as I'm concerned, and again, it's not because we have a difference of opinion and, mm. and it's like a basis of ego. It's like there has been no reason for us to be in conflict in the first place other than your own ego. Yeah. And for me, it's like I will juxtapose our disagreement with some of the bigger conflicts which end with someone dying or, morta- or with mm. mortality or more fatal. Mm. We've had the privilege of not having to beef to that level. Mm. So while you have provoked me sure. or created a conflict, given the fact that our time on this earth is limited, mm. I find it even more resentful. Well, it feels like the the lesson of today's episode is don't cross Dane. No, yep. I mean no. Don't be wrong. I'm not fucking, you can, I'm not you fucking can, crossing Dane. Ever, ever. Yeah. I, I need to caveat and say like, like if someone does something and they say sorry, I'll be like, oh, okay, cool, fine. Yeah, but, I'm, <laughs> I'm, but that's not you. crossing. That's, yeah. that's I just, want so no. I just some people never say sorry. How yeah. some people never say sorry. Right. Okay, for me, it's like I, you are. They are the worst <laughs> people because that's a very is, interesting difference. You don't even have to be genuine and be sorry. Mm. Yeah, you can say you can say sorry and not necessarily mean it. And then at later point, but some people. Their ego is so rutted hmm. that they can't say it. I mean, if yeah. you're looking for my strength, my strength is apologising. Really? I am fantastic. Okay. Yeah, me too. Our producer would know how good I am. I've, I've apologised to him many times. I've apologised <laughs> to everyone in my life. Yeah. You know what? I apologise to listeners now for everything that I ever say on here that's wrong because I'm very happy to apologise. It's one of my greatest talents. Mm. Howard's apology does not represent the views of... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> well, there you go. That that was questioning everything. Um, that was... That was that was some good questions today. We, questions, we had Kanye, soap operas, and weaknesses. Yeah, so you can see why I don't forgive Kanye ever. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. Loop. What a loop. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. It. Loving well, it. Dovetails nicely. Thank um, you so much, Michelle. <laughs> also, um, please plug. What, where can people see more of you? Um, um, Auntie well, Christine wants to know about the next album. Like, hurry up. At the moment, <laughs> do you know, Auntie Christine, I'm not singing at the moment because I'm writing scripts at the moment. So oh, I'm developing a few things. things with some TV production companies and That's I'm writing nice. a episode of a show for Sky. That is oh, amazing. So, beautiful. Well, yeah, so keep writing. your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled and let us know when it drops and stuff so I'll we can plug it as well. Um, and Christine, since then, uh, she is uh, working in foster care and I'm actually very proud oh, of her for doing you. that. So I, I want to say, I haven't said it to her, I'm very proud of what the work she's doing. Yeah, so, no, yeah. God bless you. I've got a, a best friend doing it and um, we've kind of taken on the boy. That's not ours. He's not officially fostered and it's so rewarding because well, he's more grateful than my own kid, you know, because he, yeah. he's... He's very grateful. I find exactly because he has a frame of reference whereby he's been deprived of he's something been deprived that of some stuff. people get, which is why so I like... So he's coming from Reading Festival crying. I just want to thank you so much for all oh, you've wow. done. See? My son basically spoke, all right, mum. And, yeah. ah, and then see? my other son, the nice. fostered one, is crying on the phone yeah, to me. Yeah, because he has so. a frame of reference. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Thank, thank you for coming today. Thank you so thank much for coming. You. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at DaneBapTweets. Our special guest was Michelle Gale. You can follow Michelle at MichelleGale1. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me at the Howard Cohen. The show was mixed. The music was by Faye Saki. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 